Hello and welcome to Previously On, a show by Damage Control, where we pitch ideas Cody to a won. movie exec Cody to won. see who wins. Cody's the winner. Mm-hmm. Previously, you know, the episode where like we lose the episode, you can just assume that yeah. Cody wins yeah. or Adam wins. Cody did win. That explains Cody did win on the down. episode we lost. <laughs> previously on, see? previously on, we had love horror style. Horror style. Horror. Cody, any updates on that flick? No. No, I'm canceled. I don't even. Do you remember what movie you decided to cast or to write? I'm gonna be honest with you. Produce. I was kind of drunk that day, so I said I greenlit a project, and I just woke up five thousand dollars in my account. So that's it. <laughs> okay, with movie budgets ballooning <laughs> and not Weinstein getting a return, theaters struggling to get butts back in the seats because of streaming. Current IP is untouchable due to writer strike, and scab writers are currently or creatively bankrupt. Here at DCP Artists United, we have decided to go a cheap route. Public domain. Alright, bitches, throw me your... your. Well, why don't we just listen to Cody since he's the one... You see what? these see these fingers? Alright, yeah, I'll go first. Cindy, right. Cindy, uh, hang on. Cindy, uh, I would like a coffee. Oh, we went through an entire episode without referencing Cindy. Well, we might have. No one knows. No one will ever hear that episode. No, he meant the episode we just did. Yeah, well, no one likes that episode. Well, I mean, uh, the rate that Adam is fucking throwing away episodes. (laughs) One episode. (laughs) One and a half, sir. One and a half. The one that we we lost. We lost half. Oh, half of the worst (laughs) episode to lose, too. Exactly. Yeah, that. Don't worry. He's still like three uploads behind from you guys here in that one. You'll hear it eventually. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) The world may end. I'm still uh, waiting for you to bring up the last of the archives. Is the is the wolf figuring? No, is that all the archives power? are up. Yeah, they certainly are not. Well, which one are we missing? Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it later, but they're oh. missing a lot of archives. We don't have so. enough time. Oh, uh, okay. Public domain. I today's episode is about jazz finger. We're talking about public domain. Year is 1932. Year is 1932. It's fucking 2023. Right. Year is 1932 right. in my movie. Oh, okay. Are you gonna mention what character is in Public Domain? <laughs> nope. nope. That's no. part of the. That's part of my pitch. Oh. Okay. You, let's see if you guys can figure it out. Okay. Paul Bunyan. Danny 1932. Trejo. Failing acting career. Greatest person in the pictures to ever live. Funny gag here. Funny gag there. Hopping around everywhere. The Marx Brothers. Keeping stuff in line. Just a man down on my luck. But what could you expect with a name like Oswald? Name like Oswald. You're Oswald the Lucky Rabbit? Yes. How do you know that? I know things. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks and he knows things. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My acting career just shot the shit as soon as the my manager had a falling out with my uh, falling out with my uh, premier company and now my little brother Mick is the head star line being attraction in all the pictures Mick the rabbit? Mickey Mouse Walt Disney used to draw I thought it was Oswald. Ephraim the <laughs> used to draw Oswald the rabbit Okay. and then the company fucked him over oh, and then so he left and drew okay, Mick, I got it, Sly okay yeah, so no, we can't Mick, use the Mickey slide. yet because he still's got a few more years. But we can make subtle references to his, the new up and comer taking uh, taking the scene by uh, storm. Wouldn't he still be Steamboat Willie? Yeah, but I think he was still called Mickey. Yeah, Steamboat Willie was just a character, you know, like Jason Statham plays dude from Crank. He's not. Oh. So my idea. <laughs> dude from Crank. <laughs> he doesn't have a name in that movie. So Oswald's life is falling <laughs> apart. So funny. Like things just gone to shit. He's down to his last thirteen cents in his bank account, and he's doing, trying to find a way to focus himself, try and get back in the game, but he just can't. As long as his younger brother Mick is on the scene, and it devolves into this obsession of that he's got to kill Mickey. Mick, we don't want to... Well, Mick. Yeah, we don't want to do Mickey. That's way too close to possibly being sued. Mick Mouse. Okay. So are you doing, like, 
Roger Rabbit style where it's wait wait wait, wait let's hear the end of the pitch. Then oh, we'll then get to... I, I thought that no. was the end. He paused. Like, no, your question is relevant. No, it's not going to be animated whatsoever. It's going to be more of like a deaf to smoochy sort of feel. You guys ever remember that movie? So uh, I've heard of it. I've seen it. trailers. So of you're going to be like in an outfit. Because in Smoochie, like a Barney type character? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but that is later. It starts off Robin Williams' characters playing uh, Rainbow Dan or something like that, like a children's TV icon. That eventually his show gets canceled by a more popular show, and the more popular show tries to get him back in the game by making him a side character on the new show. And it drives him almost insane to the point where he wants to kill. The main character. This is the, sort of the feeling I'm getting behind this. I, I'm getting definite uh, Puka vibes. Yes. The Hulu short? It wasn't short, but yeah. There, there was, they it was only movies. four foot tall. He was way taller than that. <laughs> <laughs> and they had two full length movies. But. but yeah, that's true. Puka Lives was the second one. Yeah. So you have. Showing the highlights that Mick's going through, and you're showing the lows of Oswald as he's barely able to keep it forward. His wife leaves him with all of thir- 27 of his kids. Jesus. Well, he's a rabbit. Oh, yeah. I was just about to make that joke. Uh, and then just blaming Mick, Mick for everything, even though it's not his fault, it's technically his father's. But he doesn't see that. He just sees the light, the star that's blinding, blinding his way back into stardom. And just this tale of deception and anger and hate devolves into stalking him trying to find ways how to get to Mick, but he's too big now. He doesn't live in his neck of the woods anymore. Not in his shitty apartment area. No, he lives all the way across the country in Hollywood. Or or Florida. So it's him doing anything he can to hitchhike across America, train, plane, well, I'm sorry, not plane, uh, Trains automobile wagon just to get to Hollywood and wagon. the things he has to do, the things he's not proud of. <laughs> That's pretty, man. <laughs> they they had they had planes then. Yeah, but not not commercial. I don't think. Yeah, they they fly them in Indiana Jones. They yep. show the little map and it's like do 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 do. I mean, 1930s is after World War One. It is. Yes. Like I said, I'm not a story. Wait, are you serious? It slipped my mind. Okay. I thought it was more 1940s. World War One. What are you look, talking look, about? World War One. That's hey. what I thought. No, World War Two ended in 1946. 1992, wasn't it? Look, World we're not. We're not 92. <laughs> I, we're not historians, okay? We're movie pitch guys. <laughs> like I let somebody else write up the history. Right. We'll get. How did Tyler you win the history mashup episode that we lost? Hey guys, I'm good. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking egotistical now. But, See but what one point has to say about that. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get you guys. <laughs> it will not be a question. I will wager every single cent I have, and I lose. It won't be why at one freaking point. Oh, I'm about the demons about to get out. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to go. So over he's to doing me. anything, to over to taking jobs, cleaning pig shit, anything to make that nickel Clean. get the next pair. Until eventually he gets shit. there, and he finds out Mickey's. Already flown to the other side of the country. So he, so he lives in New York, goes to L.A. and finds out Mickey's already or Mick is headed to Florida. Yeah, he, actually, he yeah, I like that better. Headed he to Florida. He doesn't go to Florida for like another thirty years. Hey, hey, hey! hey it takes hey. him a while to get across the country. We're messing <laughs> with a the, wagon. We're messing the timeline up. I hate to say this, but this is a contender for the winner. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, he's the yeah, only yeah, one that's Co- gone. Yeah, because Cody's prehensile dick is tickling your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I'm I'm trying to figure. You said it's not animated. Not animated. So, like, it's a it's a live action rabbit. It's not a live action rabbit. He's it's a dude. It's it basically this is like a uh, what's his name? It's I'm a not, Charlie not, Chaplin type of character. Okay, so we're not talking about actual rabbits and mice. We're talking about people. Yes, you're, you're personifying. Okay, that's a what rabbit I was... into a human. Yes. Okay. So I'm okay. Getting, I'm getting like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker vibe type sort of thing. Do, do we film this in black and white? Because I the oh, whole yeah, time this I is a period piece. What? So we go red. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me to it. Uh, it's blue period. So all right. Well, 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 well I think 
maybe we do this sort of half and half. We do black and white, except for when red is shown, you see the red. You're doing okay, Sin so City? Yeah, Sin City style. Or yeah. what if you did black and white when you're showing Ephraim. the... No, not Ephraim. What's his name? Oswald. Oswald. And then you show color when you're sh- when you're seeing Mick. Yeah. Because you're showing the difference. That, yeah, yeah, like Oswald is stuck in the past while Mick is the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I'm hearing like a soundtrack like Chinatown soundtrack. You guys listen Chinatown, no? It's just Disneyland. Wow. Every time I go to a restaurant. Just yeah, so it's upbeat jazz anytime mix on scene. Okay. Flapper girl dancing, tie up music. And then it's a. Uh, I really uh, wish uh, we videotaped yeah, uh, you, after that. Your history is so fucked. Flapper girls are the 20s, not the 30s. Well, hey, we're changing the timeline. World War One didn't even fucking happen. Okay. And then I eventually gets to Florida. Done. He is strapped into World War Two. <laughs> I okay. Who we who we haven't played Ephraim or Oswald? Stop God, Oswald. Okay, so it's got to be somebody beaten down. Yeah, who who looks beaten down? Jake Johnson. <clears throat> Jake Johnson. Jake I was Johnson. sort of thinking Alec Baldwin. No, 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 no! Like he's I, too old. Alec Baldwin can play Mick and F, uh, Mick and Oswald's dad. No, I think you got to have someone that's real young and high energy for Mick, and you got to have someone who, yeah, absolutely down on his luck. Someone like I was actually thinking: Is Tommy Lee Jones still alive? For a young Mick? No, no, for Oswald. Well, even no, no, no. Oswald will be young. He'd Not be like young, young, young. No, he, he'd be older than Mick. I was thinking Not Ronnie that old. Who? The guy that plays Mr. Robot. Rami Malek? Ro- oh, yeah, because he's got the... Yeah, Rami Malek can play down on the luck. But can he also... Because he also has to play... I mean, at one point, Oswald like, is, is Mick. I mean, he's going to have to be all bubbly. I think he can do yeah. that. He did the Queen movie the, about the British monarchy. You know, he did the lead singer of the Queen. <laughs> Shut up, Daniel. He did... Uh, he uh, did the Queen movie, Upbeats and that. <laughs> did, did you, you all almost did, got this did, episode? Did, did you all hear that, or did that just happen in my own head right now? It happened. <laughs> okay, so you're going to do Rami Malik as Oswald. I like that. I mean, he's got the bags under the eyes. I, I think he, he can pull off Happy and Chipper, too. Yeah. Like, because that's the thing. Oswald isn't always the on-go-lucky guy on uh, as he is on camera, I think off camera, it's a lot of that. Like that's just a performance, man. Who? Not necessarily in real life. I mean, he, he may be in real life, but who's like on screen persona is like a douchebag. That should be Mick. A douchebag. Yeah, like who's who's famous for playing like douches or? Like, I was thinking like a Bradley Cooper type person. But it, but Bradley Cooper's older than Rami Malek. Oh, I kind of like that as as Mick or as Oswald. Mick. Wait, why would you want Mick? Well, to not do as that? Mick, but a char- guy with that it, sort the, of energy. The whole story is being like seen Bradley through Cooper the eyes Oswald. of Oswald. Oh, okay. Right. Bradley Cooper is Oswald. Yeah. Like I could see that sort of give us uh, feelbacks to like Dallas Buyers Club and stuff like that. Was he in Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah, yeah. He was the main fucking character. No, that was Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Oh, who am I? God damn, oh, Cody's I am so bad at for this. For fuck's sake, Cody. Cody's confusing the hangover and Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> I mean, I guess they both involve drugs. I Thank say, God this isn't a podcast about movies. Hang on. I am bad at actors. Who, I give up ideas. Who was it that you thought was Willem Dafoe? Uh, was, it, was, it, was it like Dustin Hoffman or no, something no, like no, that? No, 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 no. It was uh, Willem Dafoe and uh guy who played Joe Dirt's set. The guy that played what? Oh, the guy from Not Joder's dad, but... Oh, uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Who's, who's the guy in the Bible? Uh, <laughs> God, what was his name? Uh, I'll throw this wolf at you. Okay, so... The wolf? Wolf. Throw a wolf at you? All right, all right. Who... who all right. So, did we decide who Oswald is? We need someone... I who, actually like Bradley Cooper. Like, I was thinking... Uh, or would you like Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> well, I like... I think Bradley Cooper and Matthew McConaughey have a lot of similar energy. That's the energy I was going for. I just got the names fucking wrong. What if we have Tom Holland or someone with Tom Holland's energy play Mick? 
You know, I like Tom Holland, Bradley Cooper playing off of each other as Mick and Oswald. Because you need you need Tom Holland. Because Tom Holland's Mickey Mouse, the the Mickey Mouse substitute. He needs to be seen as a douchebag through the eyes of Oswald. Because Oswald thinks Mick is a douchebag. Yeah, uh, Mick stole everything from. Yeah. Him. It was it, it's it's all personal for Oswald, and Mick was just in the right place, at the right time. Now. So we got we got Tom Holland as Mick. We've got Bradley Cooper as Oswald. Now, here's the most important question: Who looks good in the mustache? A pencil thin mustache, because the dad is a Walt Disney. Tom Hanks. A pencil thin. He's already played Walt Disney. So and he, he, he was need, perfect. And he didn't look good with a pencil thin mustache. Hitler. No. No. What sorry. the fuck? I, in hell? Sorry. Sorry. I. First thing that came to my head. Sorry. He didn't even have a pencil thin mustache. I was thinking Liam Neeson. He had a bushing mustache. Liam Neeson? He does a shitty American accent. He can do an American accent, so, um, and he doesn't have to be prouded in the movie. Ray Fines. What about um, the guy who plays JJJ? Um, J. Jones. Uh, uh, the fuck is his All name? I can think of is John Malkovich. Treat Williams. He no. died. He died. You know not that? Treat Williams? He died. He died? Tree Williams died. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, it's... Uh, Fuck, what is his name? He's Commissioner Gordon in the Zack Snyder movies. Um, when did Tree Williams die? Like last month. No. Yeah, look it up. Why, well, he's looking up... Uh, he's looking up that guy. You look up... Uh, huh, he, he was did die. He was 71. Uh-huh. Yeah, but... He is was Alan Arkin still alive? No, he died. Oh. But that, that sort he of thing... He died like yesterday. Alan Arkin? Yeah. He died real recently, yeah. Wait, hang on. We're finding the dad here. Damn! Oh, look up... Uh, Everybody's fucking Look dying. up Whiplash. The movie Whiplash. Look up Spider-Man up. Hang on. He's not... Is he in the J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Thank you. J.K. Yes. Simmons. What about him yes. as, as the dad, as Walt? Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Though it might be a little bit too on the nose having a Tom Holland Spider-Man... And J. Joe Jameson oh, Walt Disney. I mean, that's, that's fair. But, I mean, you could use... Because uh, John Malkovich is the guy in Space Force, right? And he has got a very similar energy as J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J- John Malkovich is an awesome actor. Okay, we'll do John Malkovich. Yeah, Okay, alright. So what's the resolution of the story here? I well, mean, it's he, like real life. Oswald falls into obscurity. And shoots his... Blows his brains out. I wasn't going to go that far, because... Oh. Damn. But I'm thinking years down the line after Mix retired, you go to Oswald's shitty job where you see that, yeah, he's still alive after all these time, like 2000, or not even 2000, but he's just in a home just watching TV land specials of his brother, just a scowl on his face. And he Damn, let, that's and, fucking depressing. And he let life pass him by instead yeah. of just living his life. Okay. Kind of like, uh, kind of like that. Ending a click. Yeah. And he says, Rosebud. No, he's... And he says, I'm so glad I was Bradley Cooper in Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> All right, I hate to say this, but I think this one may win. Well, then I just won't even go. All right, who's up next? Huh. I'll go. All right, Tyler, you're up. I'm going to pull an Adam, though, because mine's part of a... You can pull me all you want, but I'm not saying it's going to help you win. Mine's part of a bigger cinematic universe. Okay. And I'll let you choose what you can omit and what you can't. Okay. So so movie one... Daniel's like a porn. (laughs) No, no, that's... that's, What do you mean? No, that's our friend C.O. Bast. That doesn't mean she's not porn. She is... I mean, she is definitely beautiful. But no, it is not porn because she is dressed. Send that to me. But that, that, uh, is our, that is our, our <laughs> great friend, C.O. Bass, who you can find on... I wasn't, making, our, wasn't making fun of her. No, but you can find her on our steampunk episodes. And yes. that's that's my you movie. You can find it in our... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So Public, public domain. Here so we go. the first is an origin story. Origin story. Here we go. So, movie one, first shot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I am not allowed to do multiple movies. The fuck you aren't. Oh, okay. You've done it before, and okay. I'll let you decide which one you want, if you want to keep the whole thing. Okay. So, the the first shot is a ship coming up the coast and landing in what becomes America. All right, so let's keep the ship in the water, not up on the coast. Well, you got a beach or else it sails off by itself. Yeah, but how's it going to sail on the sand? As I was saying. on the boat coming on the shore. Like, do they have, like... Are these Come like- shot credits. <laughs> that's my movie. 
the, okay. no, the no, name no. of the movie is uh, The Waves of Time. Dumb. I don't know. Okay. I think anyway, go ahead. We'll show okay. up. So we'll our main up. character is Sam. He's a likable member of the community. He's a defender of the crown. He's played by Henry Cavill. So okay. far, I like it. Okay. So following the Boston Massacre in 1770, Sam... What's the Boston Massacre? Is this Sam Adams? No. Th- that's the, the... Isn't that the Boston Tea Party? No, no I no, think no, those no, are separate those are two no, the, the, no, the Boston Massacre was... I oh, think the Red Sox lost. After the Tea Party, where there was like a whole bunch of contention, and then one of the the British agents shot. It was the shot heard around the world because it started the revolution. I thought that that was. I think that's a different thing you're thinking of. No, that's what it was. It is. (laughs) No, that's Cody. Don't argue. Don't argue with. That's what it was. These two are history majors. We're fucked. So Tyler is. So Sam changes his allegiance to the colonies, and when war breaks out, he enlists in the Revolutionary Army. Okay. Now, there's nothing special about Sam. He he's has, Uncle Sam. He has no superpowers. He's not better at anything it's else. It's Uncle Sam, and He's it? not better at anything it's than Uncle, anyone it's else. Uncle Sam. So. I thought Uncle Sam didn't come around until World War uh, One. Just shut up and listen. So, he does not... So, he... He fights in various battles. One of the main points of the movie... Okay. Like the opening to Wolverine... Uh, uh, Just shut up. Or, is the, the Battle of White Plains... On October twenty eighth, seventeen seventy six, during Which the battle, is, he is they're they're being fu- they're fighting a group of Hessian fucked. <laughs> they're fighting <laughs> a group of Hessian soldiers. Uh, he cuts one of the heads the, off. The commanders order them to retreat, but Sam sees a fellow soldier. He goes to save him. Uh, he gets attacked by a soldier. Sam falls back. Quick thinking, he lights a cannon, but the cannon doesn't go off. The, the Hessian toys with him uh, as the, he pulls back his sword, cannon goes off, blows his head off. Yeah. See? You didn't so, know, you thought I was being a dick, Cody, so, but I knew that where I was going. Uh, story progressives, basically, it's a, you got a war movie. Uh, Sam fights in the final battle, the Siege of Yorktown. Uh, he gets wounded, and you think that everything's fine. He's there at the surrender. And then he collapses. You find out that he's his wound is worse than it is, and you know it's it starts to fade out. Sam has a voiceover says you know he has no regrets, everything that he's done. He loves his nephews. <laughs> and then uh, as it starts, as his voice fades away, a voice comes in, and it's a mix of male and female. It says you know there's a larger war coming that he's not. He's not done. That he will be called upon to uh, protect this land. Sam wakes up in a replica of his town, but he know he just assumes that it's heaven. Yeah, I wrote fucking two pages. Oh, I'm making I'm making sure you wrote it and you didn't just copy and no, paste. I wrote it. Okay. So he wakes up in you know this this area you know that's a replica of his town that he just assumes is heaven, and then the final scene is a little girl runs up to him. And jumps into his arm and says, Uncle Sam. So basically, your two public domain characters are the Headless Horseman and Uncle Sam from National Comics, which was a character that died during the Revolutionary War and then comes back to help the United States whenever they're in trouble. I like it except for the the ending is too Captain America-ish. How's it to Captain America? It's kind of like the end of First Avenger. Where he wakes up. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's been done a lot. Yeah. He's not. He's not waking up in the present day. That's where he. You find out later oh, on. Oh, he wakes. That, he wakes up like a day later. No, no, no. That's that's where he wakes up. That's where he exists outside of space and time until he's needed again. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's it's like, like a King Arthur type. Thing. Yeah, that's where so he, it's his own band of Valhalla. Yeah, so he thinks it's heaven because it's it's just happened. He's like, okay, so you know this is my heaven. This so is this I little exist. girl died. No, it's just that's his heaven. That's where he. That's his happiest moment. I don't know if I like that the fact that there's a little girl in this. It's heaven. his daughter, Jackass. No, no it's, it's his, his niece. niece. That's why she calls him oh, Uncle Sam. Yeah. Okay. So. 
Is this the same Uncle Sam that DC Comics bought? Yes. But it's the same character, but they didn't buy... They bought a different... You know how you know how Sony owns the film rights to Spider Man, but Marvel still it's that kind of okay because he that Uncle Sam is in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, don't be blowing don't be blowing holes in my story. Okay? I know. I, I just want to make sure you're not going to get sued. I that's all I'm real asking. Hard. We got lawyers. All right, we got lawyers. Okay, as so much, as long as you don't give them Green Lantern ring, you're fine. So I love I love this by the way, Cody. You're fucked. Um, now. I don't want to. I don't want to do Henry Cavill because I love Henry Cavill. But there's a point for Henry Cavill. It's what? set up later. We so didn't. What? What's the point? The The point is. Well, I have another movie to pick. I mean, you can bait. You can judge me on that first movie, but there's a broader oh, point. Oh well, then continue. The, so the second movie is across the pond. Are we Are we bringing back the the headless horseman? Later. Okay. So it's the the late eight. It's eighteen eighty eight. In London. Is this Jack the Ripper? Sherlock Holmes wakes up after his <laughs> after his battle with Moriarty. Now now wait a minute. This this is dangerous this is dangerous territory because Sherlock no, Holmes all of all Sherlock, of Sherlock Holmes is now public domain. I don't know. It I is. looked it up. All even, of all of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Sherlock Holmes' last three works are now public domain. All Sherlock Holmes is from now the original Arthur Conan Doyle. You are mean, now public. What about what about movies? So not the movies. So the thing is, you just can't use elementary media watching. Yeah, so I don't believe that was in the book. And I don't think did he wear a deer hunter in the book? A deer stalker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think so. Okay. I don't know. So, just, I haven't figured out the formality. I was really excited about this. Okay, all right. So, he comes back, you know, he's... Comes on the back. He's survived his fall. He comes back. It's, you know, years have passed. Is this a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type thing? Shut up! I'm definitely getting that feeling. I'm I'm here for it. Okay, so he finds Watson. Watson has just, he's... He's just become a regular doctor. He's a robot that goes on so Jeopardy. He's 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 despondent and depressed because he went from you know a military life to solving crimes to now he's just a doctor. So uh, Holmes is back. Doesn't waste any time. He's like you know let's let's get back into it. And then that's when he's contacted by the Crown to figure out what's going on with these Jack the Ripper killings. So it follows him and Watson going to these killings where the Ripper's always one step ahead of him. So then Watson or Holmes gets a letter that says, you know, I'm this is my big grand finale. The whole, you know, everyone's going to see the final victim is going to be Irene Adler. So Holmes goes and he's he's sitting there. He comes upon the final victim that's just completely mutilated. So Holmes starts to break down and realizes that that's not who it is. That's someone else. That the whole letter was just a ploy to lure him there. On the way there, Watson gets injured. You're kind of stealing the ending of From Hell. Just shut up. Everything's been done before. I'm so, at the head of a studio. So, I gotta worry about copyright issues. So. They get plagiarism. there. Holmes is broken down. Finally, Watson shows up. Watson tries to console him, say that you know, you know, he's been beaten and all this stuff. And that's when it clicks. Sherlock realizes that Watson is Jack the Ripper. Watson was so upset about not having an adventure that he created Jack the Ripper in Sherlock's absence. I know where you stole this from. I didn't steal it from anything. You stole it from Alfred for dressing up as a Joker to keep uh, Batman something to do. I, didn't I actually remember that. this from a sci-fi TV series. I didn't steal it from that. Okay. But so, so Watson and Sherlock go at it. At that point, Scotland Yard breaks in, takes takes um, Watson away, and instructs Sherlock to go to this certain building. He goes, you know. Someone here needs to talk to you. Sherlock goes into the building. Big burly motherfucker steps up. You know, getting ready to take him out. You hear a voice from the back say, uh, on you. "Say, uh, no, he's an invited guest. Let him in, Tim." 
Tim shuffles off to one side. He goes to the back of the building. The the guy's like, you "Why know, Tim? We, we Tiny have, Tim? We have an, a very important, you know, something big is coming. We need everyone that we can handle." And Sherlock's like, "Well, what? I'm clearly the brains. What what good are you? You pull me to this building, you know? What's going on?" The guy tosses him a coin. He goes, "I'm a bear. I'm a wealthy benefactor." And Sherlock's kind of looking at the coin. The guy turns up the lamp. The room is completely filled with fucking gold coins. And he goes, a very wealthy benefactor. Camera pulls back and says, Marley and Scrooge Counting House. <laughs> Basically, the whole point the whole point of this universe. We're taking Charles is, Dickens in the sh- superhero realm. So I'm the, so here for this the, movie. The whole point of this universe is building up to a team and you and the whole point is bringing King Arthur back to stop a an unstoppable force yeah uh, Alan Moore did it can't you just fucking be happy no this is fantastic okay so so you're- and that's why you get Cavill to play Sam because after World War two when the US is at its strongest you got fucking big, burly-ass Henry Cavill. America as strong as it's ever been. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, I want an American to play Uncle Sam. Oh, yeah. How many Americans have played Superman? Didn't Christopher Reeve American? Yeah, Henry Cavill was British. The guy that played Super Baby was British. Super uh, Brandon Ralph? No, like the actual baby in the Superman. Right, well, I mean, Brandon Routh yes. was American, wasn't he? George yeah. Reeves? No. He wasn't American? No. Yes, he <laughs> was. I had a point, but it blew up my face. Okay, okay, so I am I am so in for this. So you're setting up basically hero and villain teams. Mm-hmm. So you've got, on your hero team, you've got Uncle Sam, Sam and Sherlock. Tiny Tim and Sherlock Holmes, funded by Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And on your villain so far, you set up Doc, uh, uh, Doctor Watson as Jack the Ripper, mm-hmm. which is fucking brilliant, by the way. Thank you. And Headless um, Horseman. Horseman. Who rounds these teams out? I don't know. That's why I was. That's who, you need well, like I, two I, more. That's, that's why I stopped at two movies. I was like, Scrooge McDuck like, would be the Nick Fury for the Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge Ebenezer. Scrooge. Ebenezer. Scrooge. Well, well, he's the, the Nick Fury. Great so, like, evil is World War Three. Well, see, I was going to do Cthulhu for the simple fact that he's in public domain, too. <laughs> All right, so... I don't... You'd have, have Uncle Sam bitch-slapping Cthulhu? I was literally... No, the whole, the whole let's point have, is to bring let's have Cavill, Arthur back. Let's have Cavill as King Arthur. Okay. All right, so I want... Who's a burly American? Well, you have to have an American that can do a British accent and then go into American... What do you mean? Uncle Sam is originally he, British. He would have been and British his, because mm-hmm. he was he came over. Yeah, and if this is still back then, I don't think dialects have shifted all That's over. why I went Fine, with Cavill. We'll have Cavill. Okay, then who's gonna be who's going to be Sherlock Holmes? I don't know, dude. I I was just focused Better Dick Cumberbatch. No, I don't <laughs> see it. Don't it would never work. Robert Downey Jr. No, uh, it'd never work. Jude Law. Never work. I see him as a Watson, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopefully, they don't make two movies about that. Who? Okay, okay. Hugh Laurie. Sherlock Holmes. That's an old Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Mm. He's in his like 70s. Yeah. You are looking after Moriarty. You are talking about mm. after Moriarty. It could work. Okay. All right, so who are we going to have play Watson? We do. We do a black. No. We do a black adder no. reunion. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> Isn't he dead? <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so hear me out. Asim Chowdhury. Who? Who? Oh god, he's pulling. Okay, Ebenezer Scrooge, the guy that played the grounds—not groundskeeper, but the uh, custodian from Harry Potter. He's dead. Finch, oh, who played no, Finch. No, he, he's not dead. Uh, Hagrid is dead. No, not Hagrid, the other guy. Uh, crap, what is his name? As who? The Watson. Okay, yeah. Okay. What is... Fuck, what is his name? It's, um... 
He played the mumbly guy from uh, Hot Fuzz. Is that the he dude played with the, the guy that was the cause for the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones? Yeah, I'm trying to think of his name. You know who I really want to reprise the role, especially if it's just gonna be a small-ish kind of Nick Fury-like role. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Ooh, David Bradley. That's that's who you. Were so we got about. we got Michael Caine as Scrooge Mc oh, Scrooge Mc uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Who are we gonna have as Tiny Tim? Gotta be a big some bitch. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be. Why not be the mountain name? Huh? It's gonna be an ironic. W- name? Wasn't that the point? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Tiny Tim from the story, but yeah, I mean, it's. What about guy. the mountain? The literal the the world's strongest man. Yeah. I, Thor. I can't even say his name. Can he act though? He yeah. did it in Game of Thrones. I mean, he didn't act. He t- just tiny. I mean, uh, he did. Tiny Tim doesn't say much. Okay. Um, I mean, my my instinct was. Um, because then we get the Michael God Clark bless Duncan. us, everyone. Uh, my first instinct was Michael Clark Duncan, so I really like the idea of it being the mountain. All right, he actually is dead. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm like, that was my first instinct. Oh, okay, okay so the mountain, Tiny Tim. Um, King Arthur is... Who are we going to do for King Arthur? Are we going to do an old King Just Arthur? Gerard Butler. Oh. I like that. I could see that. Yeah, because isn't like a original Arthurian? Wasn't he not British? Yeah, wasn't he like from like the outskirts of the UK? Mm-hmm. So like the fact that Gerard Butler is Scottish could work with that. Then for the voice of Cthulhu, we're getting um, Frank Oz. Or Frank Welker. Frank Welker does animals. Frank Oz? I mean, he's in Gonzo? the Muppets. <laughs> Welker. Uh, Fo- uh, Fozzie Bear. And Yoda. And Miss Piggy. But uh, they get Frank Welker to do, like, weird shit. They get him to do, like, dogs and animals and stuff. He's doing... Um, cl- cl- Why not Alec Tudyk, then? No. Oh, Alec Tudyk doesn't have the, that slow bass kind of And we're getting... Thingy. We're getting... Uh, no. We're getting what's his get more high pitched voice. Yeah. We're getting uh, what's his fuck to do, do the to do the motion capture capture. Uh I did Gollum. Yeah. Um and Andy Claw. Circus. There Andy Circus, yeah. Ooh, I like this one. Who are we gonna get to play the headless horseman? Christopher Walken. <laughs> I loved him in Spider Man. <laughs> we don't if his head got blown off, we don't ever have to show his face again, so it could just be a stunt man. So we'll get Ray Park. There you go. Because he did the he did the original stunt work. I want Doug Jones doing something. Oh uh, yeah. I want Doug Jones doing something. Oh, okay, um, hear me out. Robert England as oh, yeah. headless horseman. Yeah. Okay. Doug like Jones that. as evil or good side. I don't care. I just want Doug Jones doing something. I want him in my movie. What's another What's another character besides? We got Uncle Sam, Sherlock. Headless Horseman. Isn't the Nosferatu vampire public domain now? Yeah, but I don't count Orlock. I didn't want a, a vampire. I don't know. Oh, you're oh, yeah, having Cthulhu. Because Cthulhu hey, is... I didn't want a vamp. Don't bitch slap my vision, okay? I'm, I mean, Rasputin would be a good like one to unite Jack the Ripper and Headless Horseman and ultimately... Well, why do we want to make like that? I think that's the easy play. Put him on the bad Rasputin on the bad side. What if we put Rasputin on the good side? Wait, you have a lot of Rasputin lore to explain. All right, if we're doing Rasputin, it's got to be Liam Neeson because Rasputin apparently has a huge dick, and Liam Neeson has a huge dick. So, why do you know this? It's well known that Liam Neeson has a huge dick. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, well, you That's know, how he gets his go. voice that low. There you go. That's part of his special skills. <laughs> a particular set of skills. I like the. I like this one. So, we're, are we doing? So, the first movie is going to be Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. and then. So there's no connection to the second movie, and then. So your second movie setting up that side, and then your third movie. That's when you'll set up. The opposing side. The Do like horse. a villain focused movie? Yep. And then fourth movie, we're doing we're going slow and steady. Maybe maybe that's where you can maybe the third movie is where you reintroduce Uncle Sam because they go over to get the headless horseman and they wake Uncle Sam up. Be like, Look, there's some evil fucking people over here. Maybe I think yeah, number three is like 
you set it up as a villain movie, and you have that's when Uncle you tie Sam. It together. You have Uncle Sam return, and then movie four is them all getting together. That is when Scrooge steps up and says, "Hey, need your help." You know, you were British once. We're British. Let's British together. You know, it won't take long to cross the ocean. And fifth is the rise of Cthulhu. That is that the the cliffhanger we're gonna do, or the fifth movie is. I, I wanted to kind of pull like an Infinity War where it ends on a down note. Yeah, uh, you, you have the oh. guys, you have the good guys lose movie four to Cthulhu, and maybe six is when King Arthur shows up oh. and saves everything. Well, I think that's what you do in five. So five starts with Cthulhu destroying London, presumably, and then it's kind of like a chase movie where the good guys are chasing after all the things they need to resurrect King Arthur. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sherlock's trying. Sherlock is trying to find the the. Real round table. No, yeah, or the burial ground of Arthur, and like he Hello. can't he can't find it fast enough, so he's having like a his like his confidence. He's having like right, he ran out of cocaine, so he, yeah, he's having a crisis of confidence. All the while, Uncle Sam's like, "Fucking do your job." He's getting bashed around and shit. Yeah, you know, finally like Excalibur and the Holy Grail yeah. to resurrect him. No, no, and then you have like, then you have like, ah, oh, my dear Uncle Sam, this is where you'd be wrong. The sword wasn't actually entombed here; it was entombed here. Who are we going to get to play Lady in the Water? Lady in the Lake. You just have a hand. No, no. Who's got a sexy hand? Karen Gillan. Mila Jovovich. Karen Gillan doesn't have a sexy hand. She's sexy, but doesn't have a sexy hand. Well, are we using today's standards, or are we going to use past standards? Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Okay. You think Karen (laughs) Gillan had a sexy hand at one point, but no longer? No, I'm saying our standard of beauty is different from what was standard of beauty back in the day. Mm. It is historical fact that Irish people have ugly appendages. It is historical. She's not Irish. She, Scott, <laughs> it is historically accurate that Scottish people have ugly appendages. Did you know that Ireland has a redhead festival? They have a ginger festival where only redheads show up? Do you know what the national animal of Ireland is? The dragon. It's a unicorn. Damn it. Because they believe that a unicorn can defeat a lion, and a lion is the uh, symbol of England. Yeah, that... Yeah, I've Makes seen a legend. Ch- checks out. Yeah. All right. Right on. Huh. You're up, boss. Okay. So. Did you just make it up while these two were talking? No, no. I. It was during the last episode. Don't get me wrong. It was during the last episode. Okay. All right. Then. Um. So, for those who are curious, leading into this one, I was planning on using the shadow, uh, but it turns out shadow is not public domain. So who owns DC now? Dynamite. Dynamite, Dynamite owns, owns it, it. but uh, they, he won't be public domain. Even like the old radio show Shadow won't be public domain until twenty seven. No oh. shit. Oh yeah. wow. So I had to quickly swerve and pivot. Okay. Um. So, uh, our my movie is going to be late teens, early twenties. Like like two thousands uh, or. Uh, uh, 19. Okay. So we're going back period piece because, I mean, we're doing public domain, right? It's in red. Um, and we're going to shoot the entire movie stylized. Um, it's not going to be black and white. But we're going to use a lot of pale colors. So there are going to be scenes where we're playing with shadows and, sh- like, super pale and kind of washed out oh, type like, of colors. Like Kurt Warmer's Ultraviolet with, uh... Miljovic. I haven't seen it, but I think you, oh. you're picking up with me. Um, I just randomly picked that name, but that I think that's the look he's going. For. Yeah, something super washed out. So we're like, where your point where you're like, I think I'm seeing colors, but I really feel like oh, this is this could be in black and white. Right. The, gotcha. There's this weird musical, like Six String Samurai. I think kind of like that feel. Yeah. Oh, way more washed out. Oh, okay. Way and more out than that. and probably a better soundtrack in this one. They don't have like. Cosmonauts dressed up as Elvis? No. Oh, okay. No, we are definitely going to do like heavy noir theme, right? Gotcha. So Where it's gonna... raining all the time? Yes. That? Oh, yeah, raining, uh, Chicago style, tall buildings, maybe more Boston, but somewhere in that kind of general. Yeah. All right, Daniel one. Yeah. Everyone knows how much I like the Bostonian accent. <laughs> you know, Boston Massacre's in my movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't true. have the accent yet. How do you know? You don't know jack shit about history. <laughs> When was the War of 1812? Look at this guy. 1947. Thank you. All right. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to follow a detective, Matt Scott, and... (laughs) I really thought that's what you said. (laughs) 
And you know his department, and we could have a, have a partner Frank or whatever. You know, the always names Frank. don't really matter here. No, Frank's always a good name. Okay, so Frank and Matt Scott are our detective pair, and they're going to be, um, you Can know, Frank's last name be Lee. That's fine. Okay, frankly, frankly, Fra- Frank, I don't frankly, and Matt Scott. Um, so we're going to go through, um, and they're going to be investigating murders in their town, right? Okay. Um, so the first couple they show up to, and it's like, this has been like a stabbing, like, and they're going to start kind of tracing through, and we're going to really play with colors through a lot of this. So like where the entire movie's washed out, we're going to have popping reds for the blood, um, and we're going to, you know, uh, have like this kind of mystery... Um, they're following leads. Some of them pan out. Some of them don't. We're kind of tracing them through, and eventually they're going to follow the trail of the murders to a playhouse. Um, and as they they come into the playhouse, they're going to be interrupting um, the this play, and it's going to be crazy popped yellows, like the most saturated bright yellows, like a giallo, huh? Like a giallo. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to take your word on it. Okay. You know, just the, the, the brightest popping yellows you can imagine that we can fit with all this washed out color. And from there, they're going to sit and watch a play. And as they're watching this play happen, um, they're going to witness a murder happen on stage. Okay. Okay. So from there, um, they're going to start the, the murder investigation. But we're gonna kind of pivot hard at this point. Um, the they can't quite get to the murderers before they get away. Um, the the crowd all thinks this is part of the show, so they're they're obstructing them. And the the murderers, the the guys in the the playhouse are gonna get away. Uh, so they're gonna go back to their houses and their homes. They're gonna do their own proper investigation. And here where the pivot happens, the de- both detectives are starting to go through. Um, weird happenings, weird shit going on in their their houses, their apartments, their lives. And every time that we are going to address what is happening, we're going to play with the color somewhere. We're going to have a particular color, a green or a yellow pop and stand and that is going to be kind of our signal to the audience that this may not be real, that this could be in their head. Um, and the more that things devolve, the more that weird shit starts happening, the more colors we're going to pop. So, so washed out is the is reality. Yes, washed okay. out is reality. And then we're going to start popping yellows. We're going to start popping blues and reds until finally when we get to the near end of the movie, when we're showing perspectives from both Frank and Matt, the whole world is normal color. And are a super bright technicolor, right? And right. to show that they have completely lost their sanity. Okay. And it's going to culminate kind of Hellraiser style with this entity coming to them. And this entity is going to be, again, we're going to have, like, when the entity comes to them, we're going to let all of the color visually drain from the, the from the screen. We're going to watch these pops drain out, fade out to wash out. Okay. And he's going to be popped in yellow, draped in these yellow cloths. The king in yellow? Yes. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... It's H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Lovecraftian. Um, and he is going to make them choose between each other. Like, you guys are partners, you've been through all those things. One of you walks out alive, and he's going to make them pick. And here we're going to show, like, the moral quandaries between them. Because, you know, maybe Frank's not so good a guy, but he draws the line at murder. And Matt is this upstanding, great guy. But if I'm dead, I can't help anyone. Or maybe I've got a family. Um, So one of them gets killed... And we're going to have the King in Yellow come up and brand him and send him off into the world to spread his gospel. And then our final shot is going to be Matt living his life in this bright, brilliant Technicolor. And we're going to end with him performing the play at the Playhouse. Because that's the gospel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Huh. Hmm. 
Who's playing Matt? That's a great question. Jake Johnson. Matt. Um, I oh. c- kind of want to do like a like a seven type of like rough where you have one that's kind of this old grizzled oh, wise yeah. guy so and who, this other who's um, older. I think Frank's definitely older. Frank's the Morgan Freeman character, okay. right? So I think he. Um, who? What's a, what's an old actor who doesn't? Now they're in Boston. Yeah, in, so, in the Massachusetts so, so area, somewhere in there. Who can do a yeah, Boston accent? Conan O'Brien. No. What's a what's an actor who doesn't get? What's an older actor who doesn't get a lot of play? Much. I don't know about Frank's character yet, but Matt. I want Leonardo DiCaprio. You're going for a Departed vibe, huh? Yeah, because okay. Leo can definitely do a Boston accent, and I think he can bring that young detective energy, especially okay, with fine. the way he like did Inception. Okay. Then why don't you put Jack Nicholson in there? Uh, he he retired. He retired anyway. So pay him enough money, he'll come back. Yeah, but you want an old grizzled guy? That's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he's too old. I want someone who's not quite in his nineties. Okay. Uh, uh, someone in his you know his fifties, late forties maybe. That's Leo. Someone who can play someone who or because Leo can still play like late twenties. Okay. We give Jake Johnson a fat suit. No, uh, guy, yeah, that's a good, that's a good shit. Uh, what about the guy who played um, Will Adama in Battlestar Galactica? Not that I can think of his name. Is that the is that the lead guy? Yeah, he was the captain. Armando Santa. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh my god, Ian McShane. That's a good one. He plays. Uh, uh, he plays in Hot Rod. Yeah, he's also. Um, he plays in John Wick. Um, He's Bulger in Deadwood. Brad Pitt. <laughs> You're going for a seven vibe. I mean, I think it's Armada Santa. Quite literally. Uh, I really like Ian McShane. Uh, I like Ian McShane too. Okay, so Ian McShane is our is our Frank. Doug Jones is the King in Yellow. I don't. Know who, I, you keep suggesting Doug Jones. Doug Jones. He uh, Abe Sapien. Uh, Shape of Water. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could, he could definitely play the king. Uh, uh-huh. Evil ice cream man from Legion. Yeah. yeah uh, man. Okay. Then the we, tall clown from Batman Returns. Then I, I want this directed by Tarzan Singh because he could do he could do like the really beautiful he did like The Cell with Jennifer Lopez okay. uh, Immortal starring Henry Cavill. Uh, Who? The Rogue One. Oh. Um that was bad. You should be disappointed with that. Yeah, I know. Right? I, I like this one a lot. There's yeah. not much to cast, though. No, and, and almost purposely. You know, we're doing a lot of extras. We'll do a lot of nobodies. Save on money. Uh, but the the, the, oh, the okay. big character is going to be... The king and yellow. Well, the color. Right. Like, we're going to make the environment and the colors almost as alive in this characters as the people we're writing. So, like... At no point are we not going to pay attention to every ounce of color we put in every shot. So when you're talking about color, you're talking like Tim Burton, Edward Scissorhands, like changing color. Um, where you have yeah, like the, like the pastel suburban mm-hmm. area, and then like the dark, stereotypical, gloomy castle at the end. Yes, Tim Burton's okay. a great example. Yeah. Uh, I just want to. Turn, take Tim Burton and turn it up to 11. I want to crank that gotcha. to... That's not much of a turn. He's pretty much lived I, his life at 11. Right. I mean, I just want to crank up those colors and really play with that cinematography. Take Tim Burton times it by three. Yeah. Yeah, I want to, I want to turn that up and, and that is the thing. When you walk away from it, that is the thing I want people talking about. Okay. Okay, so this sucks... Because I le- fuck you, I worked. I actually no, worked no, legitimately no, 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 hard on no, this. Shut up. <laughs> no, this sucks because I legitimately, he's gonna, he's I legitimately, I legitimately like all of them. Because King in Yellow is my favorite H.P. Lovecraft character. I love weird superhero characters, and I like I like the weird metaphor thing with Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. and F from the Retarded Rabbit. He's gonna pay Cody. Fuck. Yep, he's gonna pick Cody. No. Look at look at the look on his face. Cody, I'm not gonna pick you just because we keep picking each other. But let no. it be known Le- that I fucking loved your story. Le- legit, pick pick your favorite of the three movies. So if it's Cody, it's Cody. Not- I'll never let either of you live it down. But if it's Cody, <laughs> let it be Cody. See, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Tactically, I'm using a character in my movie that is not 
Uh, no, 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 don't. You're not calling him out by name. Yeah, but the allegory's there. I so need a that's, few years uh, for my that's, that's, allegory's allegory. That's the whole point. Here's the thing, though. Daniel knows I love detective movies. He, I, I think he knows that Seven is my favorite movie. I did not know either of those things. Oh. Well, my second movie is a detective movie <laughs> uh, set up like Seven. And King of Yellow is my favorite oh, HP Lovecraft. So, so, so Haster is my favorite yellow. Like, my favorite uh, Elder God. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's why I gravitated to that one. And then I love, like, the noir feel of Sin City and Seven, so... See, the only thing... I... Don't... Don't get no. up. Don't get me wrong, dude. I love your shit because you know I like the weird superhero things. But the the whole idea of doing public domain is to do something on the cheap. Your shit's cool, but there's no fucking way we could do it on the cheap. I get more money back. But we have to spend, spend some to make. We some. have to spend more money to get a possible. Dan, Dan, I'm giving it to Daniel. Fucking god damn it. I've had like the perfect previously on I've wanted to do for like the past three times. Well, I am absolutely flattered. I did not expect to win after Tyler's magnum opus mag God. like masterpiece he wrote. I, that I, was I had dates and everything in there. Yeah, that doesn't I, mean battles. Mean, Cody, we don't know dates. I was I was a hundred percent entranced by Tyler's. Um, I did movie. not. What about mine? Yours was good. <laughs> no, I, no, legitimately. I like the, I legitimately, like the I, at the end. <laughs> no, legitimately, yours was a great idea too. Um, I, I like the the trying to figure out what yours was. Yeah, that was fun, and I liked the the nods and the subtleness, and I liked that you kind of broke out of your comfort zone when it deals with like goofy silly movies. I still like goofy silly movies, and then I have to break out of that comfort zone because nobody at this table seems to love comedy. I like comedy. You, but you don't vote for it. I haven't heard a good one. <laughs> I've only you been... Took, you took my joke. I've only <laughs> I've only done it once. Kelly, you've got two kids. Shut the hell up, Adam. If it makes you feel any better, this is only my second win ever. So This is only my... Bullshit, you're the reigning heavyweight champion of dead uh, air. So you've won... We're talking about Sure, this. dead air, which I... Am indeed the belt holder, which I don't see a belt yet. Uh, um, but from previously no one, on, I no one only... knows if you won because the episode isn't up. That's true. That's true. So. That's true. I gotta get it up. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> so sorry, Dana. I I weave an an intergenetic intergenetic You can't speak. That's why I didn't. I'm s- I can't speak. Intergenetic. So I'm, so, I'm so upset. I, I channeled love- I channeled Cody for a second. <laughs> No offense. Well, I was going to give you a compliment. Now, Rowan Atkinson as Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> but Cthulhu has to be played like Mr. B. Maybe that's the plot point why they don't just instantly die. He just sort of fucks off between movie five. That's the only saving factor. There's Rowan just, Atkinson? There's just a scene where Cthulhu C- Cthulhu's oh, okay. just twirling his tentacles. Cthulhu wakes so, up and is like, fine, I'll do it myself. And he starts. So, so here's the cool thing. If Tyler's movie is ending movie five and six on Cthulhu, mine could easily tie in since I'm using Cthulhu Mythos too, and we could make these detectives like uh, different people. That's true. And, and we could tie this movie into his if we really wanted to. A nephew of Uncle Sam. Yeah, certainly could be. Yeah. Aren't we all nephews of Uncle Sam? It's in the Bible. What's is that? It? All right. So, as the the winner of previously on with my fantastic idea is Lame. my option to pick the next topic. So I have got two, and pick one. I that's <laughs> that's the thing. I got to pick one. So I think what we're gonna do is we next week are going to write a franchise, but that franchise is gonna be built off a of villain. So you are going to build the best villain that you can build into a franchise. Do we create a villain or do we 
take a villain and we create... Well, no, that wouldn't make sense because it would already be a franchise. Yeah, both. So if you have a, a, a favorite villain that has never gotten his due, you can take him and turn him into a movie franchise. Hitler. Well, if you there's been plenty of movies about <laughs> Have him. Have you noticed how many times Hitler gets brought up on this podcast? Yeah, a lot <laughs> by you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna wait. Take, I thought I hate Asians. Not Mao Zedong. Apparently both. Oh, okay. Um. So I like to believe that if Hitler had the chance, he would have killed a bunch of Asians too. How <laughs> come you don't take that out of context? <laughs> because I was. That's a direct quote. You said that earlier. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> I forgot. I said that. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why. I'm going to start using a different name when we open the, these episodes. The villain's going to be Jesus. <laughs> I've actually Make seen... fun of my carpentry skills, will you? I actually saw a manga that had Jesus as the big bad of the evil side of the team. I'll explain it after the podcast. The okay. Jesus nice. uncrossed. Yeah, so that's what our, our next movie, our next previously on episode will be. will be Make a Franchise Villain. Okay. Okay. All right, so Tyler gentle robbed again, gentle listener. You have been listening to previously on a Damage Control podcasting production. Make sure you check us out. New episodes most Mondays on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're still okay. recording. And uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram, where I have been posting sometimes, as well as on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Smash Adam? that subscribe button. Push the button.